Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number nine of the talking the line podcast thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful friday of bets and before we go any further Take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you could be so kind as to leave us a review, we sure do appreciate those five stars. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can find all of the crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Soroka, and it is my humble pleasure to announce the co-host of this podcast, a man who holds a bachelor's degree from the Harvard of the Midwest, the Illinois State University, a man who is already repping it on his shirt because we bleed the red like it is no other's business. And a man, ladies and gentlemen, who is ready to get back on the winning side of the tracks because we are here to take all of these sports books money and do nothing less. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Riley, our Mags Magnuson partner. How you doing over there today, pal? I'm doing just fantastic, my man. How's it going with you? I'm doing spectacular. No complaints in this department. Uh, other than we ain't been uh, cashing the tickets like we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, you know, week. I'm feeling good, but uh, it has been a rough week. It has been a rough yeah. week, to say the least. I would have to agree with you. However, I'm not too worried about it going into the weekend. No, I'm, I'm feeling good. Yeah. Taking a few on the chin so we can, uh, you know, be red hot for March Madness. That's what I'm thinking. Absolutely, and be ready for this weekend as well. Yeah, we got big old slate, big time. So across many different sports. 150%. And you better believe it, the Talking the Line crew has you covered on all of it. As far as yesterday goes, we didn't have a terrible day as far as the... It's pretty mediocre. We, we're we still uh, recovering from this taser loss that we blew here. That was really rough. Shouldn't I, say, wait, it was UCLA <clears throat> that blew it. Yeah, they blew it really <laughs> bad in overtime. Overtime. Well, they had the chance in regulation at two shots down one. Right. Can't trust these college kids to cash these tickets for us every single day. Hey, what are you going to do? No big deal. However, we uh, got plenty more coming at you today. So not to worry. Just a little quick recap on them. We had uh, Michigan State uh, minus one. That was absolutely terrible. They were looking like they were going to blow the brakes off of them in the first half. That was a bad beat. The first 10 minutes, I should say. 
Yeah, and then uh, had Syracuse after that. They did cover it plus five for us, which was awesome. We thought they were going to get the out, outright win, hey. but they lost 72 Covers the cover. Covers the cover. Then uh, I had St. John's, who went again into overtime where underdogs, underdogs go to die. Underdogs just go to die. And they ended up losing 77-69 after having such a close game throughout that whole matchup. And then last but not least, Rutgers, at the time of this recording, just covered at minus three. They uh, won 61-50 to over Indiana. Yep, that was a Thank good one. Goodness. So we went two and two on our picks, but we are ready to turn this ship around, Mr. Mm-hmm. Magnuson. And uh, how about a little recap? We got we got some crazy stuff going on here lately. Do. You know? The NFL, uh, NFL offseason is about as hot as it can get right now. Right. Well, actually, it could get a lot hotter. It could get a lot hotter. It, it definitely could. You know, uh, some crazy news. The Chiefs released both of their offensive tackles, the ones that didn't play in the Super Bowl, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz. Going to save the Chiefs about $18 million in cap room. Yeah, that's a big chunk of change to save, but hey, man, we saw what happened in that Super Bowl without him. That is very true. You know, the Chiefs front office, Andy Reid, looked at that game tape and said, hey, Patty Mahomes was standing on his head. He can still make it happen. I guess we just need minimal support from him. Maybe. I don't know, man. Kind of crazy. Uh, Mark, it's an interesting spot to cut the yeah. cut the cord at. It really is. Ah, very surprised. Very surprised what they're doing there. Texans signing Mark Ingram. That uh, is rather interesting. One year, three mil. One year, three mil. Interesting choice. Especially Did when, not look very good this past year. No, especially when you already have David Johnson and you, I mean, I guess you need two backs. Didn't they have another back? Or no? I'm almost yeah, I'm positive sure. they did, but I'm not really, really even sure. And even it's a dumpster fire. That's that's all that needs to be said to right go now. It's even, a dumpster yeah, fire. To go even further, it is an absolute dumpster fire right now in the Texans organization. David Culley had a press conference yesterday that was absolutely was painful to watch. Oh, and it's not even his fault. They made him the fall guy. You know, Deshaun obviously wants out of that situation. It's not even his fault. And basically, the Texans front office is making Cully the fall guy for this <laughs> yeah. entire situation and make him just throw out the words yeah, to protect I, I, him. I don't even know if you could say he handled it poorly or well, but yeah. when asked if if Deshaun's committed to the team, he said, yeah, he he's he's on the Texans. And he's not lying. He is on the Texans. Well, he is on he's the Texans. He's just stating facts on here, man. That's true. I guess that's the <laughs> least he can do. But I don't think Mark Ingram's going to uh, gonna change Sean's mind anytime soon. No, I don't think so either. No. I, I think you're very right there. <laughs> um, big news coming from the Saints. The Saints are releasing Janoris Jenkins. That, Jenkins that's going to save them about 7 mil in cap room. Yep, I think they still got a little bit more to go. Uh, that's definitely one of the teams that's been uh, struggling the worst here with the cap. Cap. Hmm. Uh, seven mil, nice chuck and change the release there. So, yeah, I guess you got to cut ties somewhere. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot more of it here in the next couple of days. I, I really do think you are correct on that statement. My Chicago Bears ink the kicker Cairo Santos on a five-year deal worth sixteen million dollars. Pretty sweet. At least he uh, didn't hit any off the uprights. Yeah, does so. it uh, heal any wounds there for you? No, not not necessarily, because we're still not out of the woods yet whatsoever. And uh, there's rumblings, man. There's rumblings. We'll see who ends we'll up in see. Chicago. We'll I'm really, see. I'm really looking forward to it. To some some Bears breaking news at the quarterback position. Da-na-na, da-na-na. We'll see, man. Oh, I need it. I need it so bad, man. I can't. 
I will, but I can't suffer through another season. <laughs> I just can't. Cairo could take you to the gold, man. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, Players Championship. I had been talking up on Twitter all week. Um, Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama didn't have the best day today. Man, he had a terrible day today. I was watching him most of the day. He ended up finishing plus four on the day, which is just, I mean, come on. 11 shots out the lead. Uh, Not where you want to be. And then uh, old Serge, Sergio. Sergio, a couple eagles. Yeah, he's uh, sitting. Seven under, two-shot lead over Brian Harmon. Matthew Fitzpatrick up there. Corey Connors, second week back-to-back, yeah, back, making a little name for himself. So Yeah, not, a, not many huge favorites up the top there. You got Bryson, last week's winner, uh, three under, a few shots back. Uh, Spieth, two under. Reed, two under. Spieth's yeah. been trending in the right direction. I think he's... Uh, Still figuring himself out after a couple of rough, rough years after being uh, among the best, if not the best in the world for yeah, right. about a solid year. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens. Um, I don't know if I like Speed to win outright by any means, but if you can find him top five, top ten decent odds, then I like that a lot, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I like betting those first round outrights if they, there's right. some sort of trend or something or other going on. And then I can usually wait till maybe Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon when mm-hmm. they tee off again to maybe make a last uh, last round bet, which is usually a decent choice, unless I just feel somebody super strong about it, right. which, which typically I don't. So we'll see what happens in the players. Yeah, see we'll see who, with uh, surge. Gets to take it home this year. And uh, moving on to the NBA not a whole lot going Not on. Not a whole right? lot going on. Marcus Aldridge, Spurs uh, declared that he they're going to uh, cut ties with him, going to try and find a trade for him. Sure. Not really sure what the market for him is going to be like. Uh, it sounded like if Blake Griffin did not go to the Nets, that might have been a spot for him. But now that Blake's there, right. I don't know. I, I don't know. We're gonna might be... just be in a nice little buyout. We're going to be tipping off some games very soon. You know, we got uh, the second half of the NBA oh, yeah. season heating back, up. heating back up. We'll see what these teams are made of, where we're going to be sitting at the end of the season, who's making the playoffs. We'll definitely have some coverage on that for you guys throughout the pods. No question about it. NHL, they inked a brand new deal with ESPN. Mm, big time. Little seven-year deal. Not sure of the money yeah, behind I'm not that. Yeah, sure off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, about seven-year deal. Seven-year deal. So that's little huge, Barry Melrose action. Huge. Yeah, that's top-notch. That's top-notch. Steve Lee, Barry Melrose. Hey, we'll see uh, We'll see how it shakes out. They're bringing back the uh, the theme song. Mm-hmm. The original's back from the 90s. So, yep. hey, let's rock and roll. Let's rock on that. And one final little topic. You got... The MLB. Oh, man. Oh, man. I cannot wait. Mr. Magnuson, it is three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks from opening day. Can't remember if we said it the other day on the pod, but Chicago uh, Sox and Cubs stadiums will be 20% capacity for opening day. Pretty excited. I feel like we might have said that, actually. I don't, I don't think I don't think we did. No? I don't think we mentioned that. So that's pretty cool. means we're coming out of the coming fall to it. some extent. We'll I'm, see juice to be back at the Sox ballpark i had about four tickets that i bought in february they had some solid solid deals i got yeah. real excited guaranteed rate and uh you know all that obviously fell through and i uh i, I don't even know if i got my money back on those bad boys that's I'm being rough. completely honest that's rough I had some sick didn't. deals so it wasn't like it broke the bank i wasn't like dishing out huge cash um it was like mar uh april may games like 
10, 15 bucks for decent seats. That's not bad at all, man. Sol- I jumped all over it. I would too. It was awesome I was last about year. The socks. It was awesome last year when they were um, like what, five dollar or a dollar hot. Two dogs, years ago, maybe? you mean? Or two years ago? Yeah, yeah, when they weren't worth a damn, and like it was just yeah. I uh, was a blast had a couple games that I went to with my dad where day of SeatGeek popped it open three dollar tickets for the obviously the nosebleeds but you walk in they don't got any ushers there on a day game when it's nobody there right actually me and our buddy jp got on tv last year for a rain delay makeup okay only lasted four innings but we got on tv it was four dollar tickets that's pretty sweet got on tv sat like third row so (laughs) hey there's your 15 minutes of fame seriously man well uh we're gonna take it farther than 15 minutes of fame yeah if you've been following the talk in the line podcast you know that's what we're here for Mm -hmm. keep bringing it down and to segue that's a perfect segue into this everybody's favorite time of the talking the line podcast ladies and gentlemen we're promising to turn the ship in the winning direction we are stoking the coals lighting the fire and we are putting the money train on the tracks it is time for the talking the line favorite plays of the day ladies and gentlemen as per usual we are going to kick it off with our NCAA basketball favorite plays of the day. It has been nothing but madness, and it has officially been March. I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to my partner for our first play of the day coming out of the Big Ten Conference Tournament. Oh, yes, we are rocking with the Michigan Wolverines, minus eight versus Maryland. Uh, Maryland just pulled off uh, a nice little win against Michigan State. But we are taking Michigan here. Michigan is sixteen and six ATS on the season, while Maryland is twelve and fifteen ATS. Um, Michigan seven and three ATS over their last ten. Maryland two and three over their last five ATS. Maryland is six and eight ATS after a win. Uh, obviously, they won yesterday over Michigan State. Like I said, Michigan is two and zero ATS after a loss. Closed out the season with a loss, but two and zero after a loss. ATS. Two and zero after a loss. How about twenty? Yes, Six and one ATS in their last twenty-seven games, following a straight-up loss. Well, there you go. And how about nine, six, and one ATS in their last twenty-six, following an ATS loss? Okay, okay. The Michigan Wolverines are bound to rebound, and you know Juwan Howard's going to have his boys ready mm-hmm. to rock and roll to kick off their first smoke game. Them. Last Come little on. thing for them: uh, five and one ATS in their last six Friday games. I know okay. you like those weekday ATS numbers. I really do <laughs> i absolutely do because teams it's a different it's a different atmosphere it's a different mm-hmm. game you know mm-hmm. you're just in a different mindset a different space and even fridays it's like you're ready to start the weekend you're getting into the weekend well now granted it is conference tournament I was say, it might be a little different in this case little, but hey <laughs> I, I i like it i like it a lot we love it i always do and uh yeah like you said they starched them in the matchup back on the 19th of january yep, yep, yep. 87 63 man mm-hmm. i mean goodness gracious I see a, a very similar outcome. Yeah, bad matchup for Maryland. Yeah, really extremely bad matchup. Extremely bad matchup. They, as far as stats go, I mean, Michigan out right. far outweighs <laughs> him. I, yeah. I, you can't even come up with a word for that. So that's how much we love this play. Michigan minus eight and a half. Lock it in. I'm going to go ahead and take the second play of the day, and we are headed over to the SEC. And we are taking 
the Tennessee Volunteers at minus three and a half against the Florida Gators. Folks, this game tips off at 1.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So we're getting a little post-lunch. Your belly's starting to get unfull. You got some basketball action on the TV. Now, their last matchup was actually Tennessee's last game of the season, and Tennessee won that matchup 65-54 and covered as six-point favorites in that matchup. Florida has played another game since then. They did kick off the SEC tournament against Vanderbilt, and they only beat one of the worst teams in the conference, 69-63 by six point. Vanderbilt is 4-14 and straight up in conference play, and they are decent ATS, 10-4-4-1. But you think that they would probably get blown out by Florida. Right. So... Tennessee has uh, actually been really solid against Florida over the years, and Florida, as a uh, underdog, has not been so hot on the season. Uh, the favorite in the last twelve matchups between these teams is nine and three ATS. Tennessee is a little bit cold ATS, however, they're coming in to kick off the tournament after winning and covering against Florida. I love them in this spot. Mm-hmm. Minus three when they were minus yeah. six in the last one. It come down a little bit, but that's just be that's because of the tournament. And the only thing you didn't mention, it's in Nashville. It is in Nashville. It is in Nashville, you know, Tennessee. You know, that is a good point. Rick Barnes is going to have his boys. Not too far to travel. No. I think Rick Barnes will have his boys fired up, yep. ready to rock and roll, playing in the home state. And honestly, I think this game comes down to defense. So why I say that, Tennessee is allowing 62.7 points per game compared to Florida's 69.8. Tennessee is allowing a 40.2 field goal percentage and a 31.7 three-point field goal percentage, where Florida is allowing 42.1 field goal and 30.3 three-point field goal. Tennessee, a little bit lesser on offense, but I think this is going to come down to Tennessee putting the clamps straight on Florida all Mm -hmm afternoon long yep. so i'm lock, all over it lock I'm that one in as well it. tennessee minus three love them in that position and for our third and final matchup this evening we are going to the big 12 and we are taking the oklahoma state cowboys against the baylor bears this matchup is tipping off at 5 30 p.m central standard time And the Bears have been a powerhouse this season. Mm -hmm. We understand that. We know that. But this spread is way too big. Now, you might say, Colt, Riley, they've played each other twice already this season. And Baylor won 81-70 to and 81-66. to Are you out of your mind? No, we're not. It's not going to happen a third time. Let me tell you why. The Cowboys are 7-0 ATS in their last seven games overall. They're 6-0 ATS in their last six following an ATS win. And they're 6-0 ATS in their last six following a straight-up win. The Cowboys have been absolutely playing out of their mind. They got Cade Cunningham back. They're coming off back-to-back wins against West Virginia and Bob Huggins. I mean, that is as impressive as it gets. They kicked off Thursday's action which was just yeah incredible game incredible all game. three of those to, games against west virginia to start so to start year. your day i mean 10 30 in the morning that was just an yeah. amazing game to watch to kick off your day i honestly think with the way oklahoma state's playing 
they might not get the win, but they're going to keep this I within so. a one score. I think game. it's going to be an. I think it's going to be an, an awesome game. Uh, Baylor barely beat Kansas State by six points today. Uh, Kansas State is terrible, terrible team this year. Hmm. Um, Nineteen and a half point favorites yesterday in that game. I'm all over OK State with you. Uh, I think it's going to be a two possession game max. Uh, within six points, five, six points. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're going to give us nine. I will yeah. gladly take the nine points starting yeah. this game. The way Oklahoma State's been playing lately, absolutely. And they have likely black, so likely back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's uh, that's always a bonus to yeah. uh, have a little extra help in addition to Cade Cunningham. And uh, the underdog is five and two ATS in the last seven meetings. So Between these two teams? Between these two teams. Nice. So you always love to kind of see a little... Little weird odd stats like that as well. So mm-hmm. that is our third NCAA basketball lock of the day. We are going with the Oklahoma State Cowboys plus nine. We will run through all of our bets at the end as per usual. Yep. Now on to the NBA. Finally, it is back, ladies and gentlemen. We are ready to start cashing tickets in the National Basketball Association again. And I'm kicking it over to my partner for our first in NBA lock of the day. We are rocking with the Denver Nuggets minus three and a half at Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Denver is four and zero straight up and ATS over the last four games. All of those four games were on the road. Uh, huh. Nuggets are eleven and nine ATS on the road uh, on the entire season. Memphis is four and five as a home dog this season. Uh, and to go along with that, the Nuggets are nine and five ATS as an away favorite. Mm. Um, we're all over the Nuggets today. They are starting to heat up. Uh, a little bit of an inconsistent season. The first, uh, you know, seventy-five percent of that first half of the season. Uh, but at the end, last couple of weeks of the, you know, before the All Star break, they really started to heat up. They're a lot better than their record says. I think they're going to get back up into the, you know, that top four of the West there. Uh, and you know, they're not going to mess around with a team like the Grizzlies. Now the Grizzlies have been playing, uh, playing well recently. Uh, but we, I just think the, uh, I just think the Nuggets are gonna distance themselves as, as a, you know, they maybe not to. a title contender, but uh, you know, kind of the team that they've been the last couple of years. They have, you to. know, if the, if, top four team in the West. That's what I'm saying. If they want to make a push for the West, they have to start playing good here at the end of the season. They're heating up, like you said, they're playing exuberant on the road. Yeah, I mean, they're getting the job done. Ten points against the Pacers. Huge win against Milwaukee, 128-97. They did beat our Bulls, 118-112. But, I mean, they're playing excellent right. on the road the right The Joker's now. trying to make his case for the MVP. Mm. Um, like I said, Grizzlies are playing well, but Nuggets, if they're the team that they need to be, they're not going to mess around here tonight. I agree with that. What uh, what do we got as our second lock coming out of the NBA today, partner? Uh, so our second one, we, had, uh, we were digging a little bit. Uh, some lines weren't coming out, but... We are taking the Utah Jazz minus whatever the hell you give us against 100%. at home against the Houston Rockets. The Utah Jazz are tw- the best in the NBA ATS, 25 and 11. The Houston Rockets are the worst in the NBA, 11 and 23 ATS. Mm. The Rockets have lost 13 straight games overall, straight up. Goodness. 1 and 12 ATS during that stretch. Uh, the Jazz are at home in this matchup. They are 14 and 3 ATS at home. Uh, the Jazz are 8 and 11 ATS on the road. Ever since Christian Wood went down for the Rockets, obviously that doesn't, he doesn't make them a great team or even a good team by any measure. 
but without him, they are abysmal. They may be eight and eleven on the road, but they're one and six ATS in their last seven on the road. And yeah, they that's are a playing a little bit of a recipe these they last few weeks. They yeah. can't win. They can't cover. It is. They got rid of Harden, and it has been an absolute dumpster fire. Since, yeah. since that happened, give us the Jazz minus a million. I don't care. Yeah, I'll, we're taking the Jazz. I mean, they didn't finish the um, before the All Star break as hot as they had been, but it doesn't matter. They're still they're still a great team. I think they played a few uh, really solid teams there. Um, but goodness gracious, the Rockets are so freaking bad. Yeah. I, I don't agree. care how many points it is. We're taking the Jazz. Taking the Jazz 100%. And if that is even more of a reason to, to remind you guys and tell you guys to follow us on the Action app so you can find all of our daily plays, whether it be from college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, we bet it all and we be sure to put it on the Action app. And for some of our final locks of the day, we're headed over to the NHL and we are giving you guys a little bit of a twofer your Friday evening. The first leg of the parlay is going to be the Minnesota Wild, who the, where the puck drops at 7 p.m. CST. The Wild are coming off of back-to-back victories where we had the opposing team just so perhappenly. Mm-hmm. Against the Vegas Golden Knights, they did, however, lose to Arizona in their last two meetings or last meeting that they played them five to two. You might say, "Oh boy, here that comes again." However, Vegas beat Minnesota in the two meetings prior to Maybe this. Minnesota, oh yes, Minnesota beat Vegas in the two meetings prior to that and laid the absolute hammer on them. Mm-hmm. So Minnesota is a great rebound team this year. Absolutely love them in the home position. They're 7 and 3 at home. Arizona's 5-3 and 1. They're 12-10, 2 and 2 on the season. Minnesota's 15-8 and 1 on the season. They're playing aggressively. They're playing blue line to blue line. They're not messing around when they're out on the court. On the court, on the, on court, the ice. Yeah. You know I was I was uh, yeah, so <laughs> we everything gets crossed up here. Uh when they're out on the ice, but how you feel about those Minnesota Wild there, Max? Yeah, we're all over it. I think they're <laughs> about to be the hot team, like you're saying. Um, Arizona is nowhere near as solid here as the uh, as the Wild are, um, especially at home. Minnesota seven and three, like you said, uh, had a little you know split with them on the road uh, about a week ago. I think, and they got a. This is the start of a three game set here. I think they kick off that three game set with a win. Agreed. Second leg, <laughs> I'm still laughing. I said court. <laughs> oh, man, we got to have fun on this, kids. Uh, second leg of the NHL two for parlay is going to be the Edmonton Oilers. Now, the Oilers are playing the Senators, and this puck drop is at 8 p.m. CST. You know, Oilers haven't been excellent at home. They're 9-8 and eight straight up, and they are 17-11 and 11 straight up on the season. When we're playing this game because of how bad Ottawa has been, they're 9-19-1 overall on this season, and they're 4-13 and 13 on the road. Mm-hmm. You look, Edmonton's averaging right about a puck better than them, and Ottawa's giving up about a puck more than Edmonton. They're 
really not evenly matched. So this one was kind of a, a pretty much one that we picked out right off the bat. The Senators are one and seven in their last eight in the fourth game out of a four and six mm-hmm. situation. So they had a they had a weird little stretch where they won uh, three in a row, four man. out of five. Um, they are back to their terrible ways. Edmonton is coming off of a seven to one beat down against mm. the Senators on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Uh, they beat them three to two on Monday. They're going for the three game sweep, no problem. Edmonton has played Ottawa six times this season, and they have won every matchup. That's actually, this oh yeah, six. Yep, sorry, this will be the six, seventh. My bad. This will be the seventh matchup. And boy, oh boy, man, man, you just you just can't bet against trends like that. The Sens are zero and four in their last four meetings in Edmonton. They're zero and six in their last six meetings overall. Like I said, and the favorite in this matchup obviously is six and zero in the last six. Yep. And Edmonton is six and one in their last seven games following a win. Right. They're hot. They're rolling, they're steaming, and they're sure as hell not going to let a Senators team come into Edmonton and derail any of the progress that they got going right now winning their last three overall. No, they've uh, they've scored at least three in all of those wins against Ottawa. Like I said, 7-1 to one on Wednesday earlier in the season. They beat them 8-5. to five. Mm. It's mm. going to be another massacre. That's what I'm thinking too, man. So both legs here. Sound real doggone yep, good. That's they sure why, do. Oh, I mean, just a hot Minnesota team and a hot Edmonton team skating around, playing aggressive, playing physical. We're locking them in as our twofer, your Friday afternoon NHL locks of the day. We're going Edmonton Oilers and Minnesota Wild. Parlay those bad boys up, get you some good odds, and let's cash those tickets. Now, last but not least, wanted to just briefly cover it. I uh, am obviously a huge fan of the UFC. Mm -hmm. If you haven't been following along to this point, you're about to learn. I am so excited for this card. I get juiced up on every single damn card that comes across Saturdays. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a fight night, if it's a pay-per-view. I'm watching it. I'm tuned in. I cannot wait. And ladies and gentlemen, we are from... Chicago. We are we live in the burbs. Well, Riley lives in the city. I live in the burbs. However, our main man from the shy, Bilal Muhammad, is getting his main event and fighting Leon Edwards. Bilal's ranked number thirteen right now and going to be fighting number three Edwards. So this could be a huge, huge matchup. You want to uh, put a little money on uh, somebody who is. Potentially coming in as an underdog, I do believe. I haven't looked. Muhammad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's plus two, uh, plus 220. Haven't looked that far ahead, but that should be real interesting. Uh, I might sprinkle a little money on him. A little something to look forward to on Saturday. Before, Be sure to check out the picks on the Action app. Mm-hmm. Another one I'm going to absolutely love watching is Ryan Superman Span against Misha Sirkunov. I will definitely be betting on that one. Ryan Span is opening up as a plus 110 dog. I might have to take a little bit of mu- a little bit of action on him too, man. He's looking great in his last few fights. You'll see what I mean when these two boys step in the octagon. Dan Ige is getting Gavin Tucker. He's only at a minus one fifty two favorite. I see a lot of value in that. You can take that. Maybe go Ige by uh, points decision. That that's not uh, might help you out a little not, bit not with too, some odds there. Yeah, not too terrible of an idea. Davy Grant against Jonathan Martinez. I don't know how Jonathan Martinez is coming in as a minus 335 favorite right now. 
I love Davy Grant at, at plus two fifty. I'm all over the dogs for some reason besides yeah, Ige. Besides and, Ige, yeah. and outside of that main card, eh, Darren Stewart, Eric Anders, nothing, nothing too major that I'm really tuned in there. Angela Hill and Ashley Yoder, the main event of the preliminary card. Uh, that is the rematch rescheduling i suppose from two weeks ago when they were supposed to fight however due to covid protocols that bad boy had to be rescheduled and really prelims nothing too crazy courtney casey fighting jj aldrich that should be a good little scrap and jason witt matthew semelsberger kicking off the fight card for the night those are a couple of fights that I uh, really think you folks should take a look at. Be sure, get ESPN Plus uh, if you don't have it or uh, don't illegally stream it. (laughs) But uh, whatever you do decide to do, make sure that uh, you catch this one and at very least catch Danny Gay, Gavin Tucker, Ryan Spann, Misha Serkunov, and Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad. So, recapping one final time. For our TTL favorite plays of the day, we are going out of the NCAA basketball slate of the day, Michigan minus eight, Tennessee minus three, Oklahoma State minus nine, NBA, we're taking the Nuggets minus three and a half, the Jazz minus a million or whatever the best line you can currently find them at. NHL, we're doing a little two for parlay. We're taking the Edmonton Oilers against the, or well, yes, Edmonton Oilers for the first leg and second leg, the Minnesota Wild. Parlay those bad boys and be on the lookout for some UFC picks this weekend. Now, I wanted to mention before we go any further, just a quick little touch that we got a pretty sweet partner giving a pretty sweet deal right now. I wanted to kind of speak from the heart on this one, if you will. I've uh, been utilizing them for a good amount of time now, and they are awesome. I get to save so much of my time and be able to put it into creating and do more stuff. And that partner is Instacart. Instacart is absolutely awesome. You can sit on your phone or on your computer, and you can select whatever groceries or essential needs that you want from your favorite stores, and you can have them all delivered in one order. The cool part about this is, is when you select some stuff, right? They're going to pair you with a shopper. You see your shopper's name. You see them going through the store. If they don't have items that you selected and they find a replacement, they make sure it's okay with you before they take that replacement. So that means no more stale bread, no more rock hard avocados and mags, no more broken eggs when they get to your house. How about melted ice cream? Melted ice cream, not a chance. Everything's temperature controlled. They get done shopping and it will be delivered to your house, the entire process with in an hour or maybe a little bit more, but typically within an hour. So if you go into this episode's description right now and hit the Talking the Line special Instacart link, you're going to get a heck of a deal. You create a paid account, super cheap. It's going to create a whole new alternative for you to go grocery shopping, and you will get free delivery on your first order of $35 or more. I can't remember the last time that I've gone to the grocery store and have not spent at least 35 bucks. Try it out. 
get you some free delivery with the talk in the line link in this episode's description. Smash that thing and make Instacart your new favorite way to shop. So rolling right along, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, an absolutely crazy, crazy, crazy week of college basketball already. Yeah, Thursday was incredible. If you're not primed up for the big dance already, I don't know what you're doing. You're not watching college basketball. I don't even know how much how, how it could be much better than uh, what we've already gotten. I'm I'm juiced. That Oklahoma State game was incredible. Virginia Syracuse was incredible. Yeah. Miami flirted with a uh, third straight upset against Georgia Tech. Uh-huh. Uh, but we've got some juicy, juicy uh-huh. action coming up again today. Man, oh man. We've got uh, the Big Ten quarterfinals. Ooh. Maryland, Michigan, another 10.30 a.m. action to as, kick off your day. As we were saying, we love that matchup. Yep. We're locking that bad boy in. Going to be great to watch. Yep. You got Ohio State, Purdue staying with the Big Ten. Oh, man. We were going back and forth so hard on yeah. that matchup. Like, You'll probably see at least one of us have something on that one interaction. I might lead towards Ohio State, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough one. Should be an incredible game. Incredible game because I they believe line up uh, so well. I know one of the first two matchups between them was an awesome game. I, mm-hmm. I think both of them were just as good. Yeah, uh, I could be wrong sure. about the first one, but I know one of them was an incredible game. Uh, Rutgers, Illinois. Oh, okay. We'll see uh, what nice Rutgers can do, huh? Uh, you got some SEC quarterfinals, like we said, Florida, Tennessee. Uh, you got some Big East semifinals. You got a handful of semifinals. No conference finals until tomorrow, but that's all right. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State, Baylor, like we already said. Oh, man. That's Big 12 action at its finest. Again, again, back-to-back days. The Big 12 just delivers. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you got Kansas. Uh, as we're recording this, they're awaiting their opponent. Uh, you got some uh, AAC quarterfinals, ACC semifinal, Georgia Tech, Virginia. Uh, Virginia's a four-point favorite. We we're kind of going back and forth on that one. Uh, I'm sure you'll see one of us have a little action on that one. I feel like I kind of want to pick a side there. Um, uh, but, yeah, just a handful of semis. Big West, MEAC, MAAC, Southland, WAC, uh, MAC, SWAC. Yeah. Can uh, rhyme for days with how many semifinals we got today. Yeah. And uh, Thursday's action. I mean, we kind of recapped it a little. But, I mean, if if Thursday was anything of what is to come, I mean, Mags, we, we're in for a treat and a half. I know it hurt us really deep down in the bones, but that UCLA, UCLA game, amazing. The St. John Seton Hall game, amazing unless you got big money it's hard to be upset watching these awesome games yeah honestly. yeah unless you got just like thousands and thousands or a of terrible meltdown or something like the ucla yeah, yeah michigan state michigan state was rough to watch today that that one hurt that one hurt man they came out blazing hot i think honestly we might have just been on the good end of uh, a few of these classic finishes that's why i'm being a little optimistic here <laughs> yeah yeah I, I <laughs> okay think state right. syracuse so yeah, we've had a we've had a few covers, just as many not covers. So mm-hmm. we got we got to get back to to get to covering these dog yeah. games, son. We we ain't here just to cash a few tickets. No, we're, we're here, here to cash them all. We're that, here to cash them all. That is the name of the game. Yep. So Lenardi has uh, made a few updates. I do believe he 
last I saw, well, I know that Xavier obviously got bounced. Yeah, they're sitting on the first four out. I'm surprised he's even got him right there after that loss. But now with Syracuse going on this little run, even though they lost and today. And a three-point loss does, usually it, doesn't really help you. It doesn't help you, but still, he's got him right now as a loss. last team in. So last team in, we'll see. Utah State still uh, still first team out. They, Seton Hall. Uh, we got Seton Hall, Georgetown, I believe, tonight. Uh, Seton Hall, if they lose that, I think they're toast. Mm-hmm. Um, they win. I'm not saying it's going to punch their ticket. Uh, Big East, Big East turning here is going to be interesting. Interested to see what happens with Michigan State now that they lost to Maryland. Uh, coming into Thursday, Lunardi had Michigan as uh, one of the last four buys, so last eight teams in. Not sure if they'll get bounced there. Uh, on Sunday, you've got the A10 championship. Lunardi's got VCU as one of those last four buys. They're mm-hmm. playing St. Bonaventure. That should be an awesome game, first of all. But uh, obviously, if they win, they're in. If they lose, I still think they got a decent shot there. Um, I think Drake is the uh, one of the biggest question marks losing the uh, losing the MVC championship. He's got him as last four in. Mm. We'll see if they can hang on. We'll see, man. This like this is what uh, this is what it's all about though like we're saying i mean this you got to watch it and and it's about as unpredictable as it gets mm-hmm. right now all the trends and everything that we've been watching all year long you might as well just toss them out the window at this point yeah for for the most part you can find some numbers here and there that help and and, and things along the lines but you might as well just keep Keep listening to us as much as you can because it is a crapshoot out there on the college basketball court sometimes. it Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And we got UCLA down to a pick today. I, that's just – that one's rough. That one's rough. What are you going to do? So, yeah, you got Conference USA semifinals are going to be coming up. That's going to be – I mean, we have some – 15 title games on Saturday. Mm, somebody uh, definitely learned how to schedule. That's Seriously. for sure. <laughs> You got a title game starting at 10 a.m. UMass Lowell Hartford American East Playoffs uh, Championship 10 a.m. title game. Mm. Uh, and then uh, starting at noon, right after that, one after another. You got a little semifinal action mixed in there. Some Big Ten semis. Should be some awesome games there. Big 12 title Saturday. Mountain West title. Big East title. MAC title. Big Sky. ACC. Conference USA. Southland. WAC. Oh, yeah. Pac-12. Big West. I'm running out of breath, man. Tell them. Tell them. So, needless to say, kids, it's going to get really interesting. And uh, might as well use this time now as good as ever. Hey, sign up for the Talk in the Line March Madness Tournament Challenge. We're making it super easy. We're using the Tournament Challenge app. It's only 10 bucks for entry. We already got that pot at $200. So $100 is going before to the, the brackets win. even Before came the brackets out, even came out. So we have Selection Sunday this Sunday. It's time to rock and roll. Come join the crew. The pot is going to be 50-50. It is going half to the winner, half to the Barstool Fund, and we are going to have a blast doing it too. We'll have update videos. We'll have everything you need to... Updates of me being on top, start to finish. He wishes that he could do that, but there ain't a chance in the world, ladies and gentlemen. 
Doing I'm pretty it. consistently top three in whatever uh, bracket challenge I'm in, just to say. He, he usually is pretty good. That's not going to lie. I, I can't lie on that. I, it's going to be interesting to see with uh, if these betting trends, you know, change my mind on any uh, straight picks or not, though. When when deciding my bracket picks, though, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm interested to see. Yeah, now that I can now that I can bet on them, it's going to be a little a little different now. <sighs> I don't know, because, yeah, I feel like the betting ball game is definitely different than the March Madness Tournament Challenge sure. ball game. So, however, just sign up for that bad boy. Come join come the one, crew. Come one, come all. I don't Everybody. care if we know you. I don't care if we don't know you. Absolutely. All are welcome. Seriously, come have some fun. And we're absolutely... Ten bucks? Yeah. Ten Dude. bucks? Come on. That ain't nothing. So, come on, slide on through. Sign up for the Talking the Line Tournament you're gonna, Challenge. You're going to put 20 bucks on someone like... You know, UMass Lowell, throw fucking ten bucks into our into our you pot, m- man. You might as well put the pot <laughs> over here and take your chance because you got about as good odds as hitting that bet as you do as winning the tournament challenge. So yeah, we uh, we're, trudg- excited, we're trudging right along, trudging right along here into March and uh, into March Madness. So guys, stay tuned. I mean, this is this is going to be absolute insanity. Now, moving right along to our final segment of the day, Mr. Magnuson. Now, we rolled this bad boy out a a little bit last week. It wasn't terrific. We got a couple of our loyal listeners reaching out today for a few questions for us to answer. And, y'all, come on. What, What are we doing? Wait, we want to connect with you. We got some decent questions today. We, we, do, we did get some decent questions, some stuff that's going to talk us, but hey. Keep reaching out. We want to we want to connect with all of you and just continue to grow this community. Continue to cash tickets all day long with more and more people, so we can bankrupt all of these sports books. So to kick off the fan question Friday segment, we are getting a question from Mister Drew Fructal. You better read that whole bad boy right there at dfruck five or paid Dak on Twitter says, let's do it again, as it seems very possible, and I very much enjoy hearing at our mags TSS Sports, crush at Colt TS Sports, dreams, rush to Chicago, question mark. And I'll add another and get a little more personal as opposed to sports talk. What made you two want to start talking the line in the first place? I guess I'll kick off uh, this one here with the with the first question there. Russ to Chicago. So you hear rumblings now that Russ... Okay, are you hearing rumblings? Are you hearing Chicago fans losing their mind? No, I'm not. Okay, okay. Can Can I share my piece, sir, before Green Bay fucking nation jumps down my throat? Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. So to continue, uh, Russ, yeah, I mean... Some of the sports books have taken off his odds and have made the lines shorter for Chicago Bears Super Bowl winner in 2022 or 20. Yeah, 2022. I don't know, man. We'll see. I I could definitely see that if if Nagy and Pace, I mean, we need to. I but the, what worries me the most is it's the thing that we need the most. And 
The Bears front office has a tendency of saying, oh, look at what all the fans are saying. They have no clue what they're talking about. And, you know, some of the front office have admitted that they're not football guys, but they're still doing football operations. So they might just listen to all that and say, oh, it's the one thing we apparently really need. But no, we really don't. We know what's best. So we're not going to go after him. But please, please, on everything that is holy, can we get Russell Wilson? I mean, come on. Come on, man. What, What do you got? What do you got? I, I, I'll say this. I think last time I was at 40%. I'll say 45% this time. So No, that, those tre- the stuff with the sports books taking off his odds, though. I mean, that's interesting in the Bears uh, Super Bowl thing. Uh, Super Bowl odds getting boosted. It's I I've I still don't know how to read those trends. The Bears Super Bowl odds, I feel like mm. there's just a shitload of... Uh, you know, hyped up Bears fans probably hammering the Bears Super Bowl. That could be true. Super Bowl odds. I don't know why they would take off the uh, Wilson. Well, when we talked about it last time, it was mainly just Wilson not playing in Seattle. And I'm still 75, 85% sure he ain't playing in Seattle. So next my year. thing is if you're Seattle themselves, would you rather keep Russ and risk having a shitty relationship with him in the locker room or would you rather have no franchise quarterback and no prospect of a future franchise quarterback you know yeah when you put it like that I don't know who they could possibly get in the draft because the bear the bears aren't giving them any prospect of a future quarterback I can tell you that and I don't know exactly what their draft position is but I know it's probably not high enough to where they'd be comfortable no, definitely not. So, I mean, hey, now that you put it that way, it might. That's a logical kind of way to look at it. I am actually, uh, as a Packers fan, I, it doesn't seem like the Texans are budging on Watson, but I, I think that I think that honestly might be more viable. Yeah, just that's because, what I was thinking, Just because too. whether I, I honestly, either the Texans will get rid of him or I really don't think Watson's going to suit up for a second for the Houston Tech and Texans. I don't know. I don't think I don't, he is either. And I think and that is, it, that's a very viable option. So either, uh, hey, either way. I mean, you would rather have Watson yeah. just because he's younger. Right. And he's still awesome. Yeah, but I would, eat, any day of the week, I'd take Russ Oh, of course, Watson. of course, of course. That's just not what I'm please, saying. Please give me somebody behind center that can throw the ball and command an offense. I mean, it just... It just hurts. It hurts. And I'll mention... Uh, I can't hurt no more. I magazine. tweeted about this morning on my way into my, our, uh, my 9 to 5 job. It wasn't sports talk radio. It was just a random FM guy that wasn't a sports personality. Uh, but I, they must have had just like a quick sports minute, sports recap, Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't care... <laughs> I don't care if they go 0 and 16. If the Bears get Russell Wilson, I don't care if they go 0 and 16. And I laughed out loud. So you you would he's like, I just I want care. them to have a franchise quarterback. I would it's care. like, okay, great. I they got care. a franchise quarterback, but now there is what, eight so, wins worse? Great. Yeah, let's go 0 and 16 <laughs> and we have a franchise quarterback. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Can you please put me on the radio if that's what's out there right yeah, now? Seriously. And you know what? That's a good way to segue into the second part of your question, Drew. What the hell? Because we saw too many me... scumbags. No, not that. Knock I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So <laughs> we, we uh, what got us into uh, talking? in the line in the first place so it all started uh back in uh october of 2020 
uh, maybe a little bit before that, I was just goofing around. Um, sports betting had become legalized, and I was doing these hashtag bet with Colts on Twitter, just being just being funny, whatever. Like, oh, I was winning some money. I was kind of learning how to handicap, and and I mean, obviously, now that I'm saying this, we've been ice damn cold, but that's <laughs> not our fault either way or the other. We'll we'll get back on track. Don't worry about. It. Either way, um, we. I started kind of putting pen to paper because I started to see there was some content out there, but other than like huge big names like FanDuel and and sometimes DraftKings and, and other stuff like that, Action App, there wasn't like really solid quality content out there. And like plenty we, of room for more. Plenty of room for more, absolutely. And that was that was kind of we saw the opportunity there. So that's number one. We wanted to take advantage of it. And you know, number two, me and Mags have known each other for like like we were talking about on Wednesday's pod, damn near six a, a and decade, half years, yeah, six damn years. near a decade now. Um, and we have had fantasy football leagues together. We've shot the shit back and forth about sports forever in a day. And there was a time that me and him hopped on a uh, a Zoom call, and we did a little podcast, and we ended up not even recording the podcast. Yeah, on that was accident. all me. It was pretty rough, so uh, <laughs> we did, we canned the idea, and you know what? I just had this pulling and this feeling inside of me to not only share the additional messages that I do, but also chase this passion. Like we're so passionate about sports and sports gambling, and 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 just talking about sports, talking about sports, and just presenting it in a completely different way than anybody else does. Yeah. And you know, we'd love to partner with the big names, do big stuff. That I mean, that's obviously the goal. We don't want to spoil all the big stuff we got coming. Right. We like to keep it a little secret, but... Yeah, on my end, I, for the last couple of years, I knew that I've wanted to do something in sports, talk about sports, what have it. Um, but as far as, like, straight up NFL or sports in general, yeah. the podcast market, writing market is so saturated right now. Right. Uh, and I, you know... Without, you know, as a partner or a team, whatever, being alone, it was pretty daunting. Damn near impossible, yeah. dude. And I started putting pen to paper and I was like, I, I had that same thought. I was like, damn, like sports gambling is the niche that's just like underutilized. Mm -hmm. There's some good content out there, but it could just be so much bigger because it's, you know, it's almost, it's almost still taboo. And that's horseshit, it's, man. Yeah, it is it's still horseshit. there. Some of the it's, people it's I've told own, doing this. It's, it's your own money, and it's not. It's honestly not a bad thing. There's if, no back alley if, dealings yeah, here. It's not crazy shit. So, and we saw that, and we're like, well, if you can be responsible about this and have a good time, then what the hell? So we started getting pretty good at it, and then I reached, uh, and we were betting on the side. So then I reached out to Riley. I was like, dude, I've been writing some shit down, and you know. I think we maybe do a podcast, maybe do a newsletter, maybe uh, do X, Y, Z that you guys are soon going to find out about. And yeah, that's kind of where it all came from. So pretty, uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, no, I to, honestly, yeah. the only thing I would add on to that, if, if podcasting was as big back when we were first getting into college, I probably would have uh, gone to school for something communications related journalism related right uh but when and i went back in 2013 2014 when i was looking at colleges you know it was writing for newspapers that was what the outlook was for you know sports talk sports media unless you obviously wanted to be on tv right uh, but print media was dying i was like why the hell would i put my future on a dying business right so, and then so a few years later, obviously podcasting, or a couple of years later, podcasting blew up. And yeah, podcasting's, podcasting's huge now, man. Here we are. Yeah. 
here we are. So uh, we decided to dip our toe in the internet gold rush, if you will. I mean, it's here. It's mm-hmm. ready to rock and roll. And if you can put in the time and put in the effort and you have a passion about something and you can create consistent content and improve upon that content, which we all have plans to do. Uh, yeah, that's it's it's go time. You should you should join. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, it's what we're doing, man. That is how we got to talk in the line. Um, that next question once it gets bigger and better you definitely find out more too but uh next question is coming from kim jones at kim jones 6459 on twitter she says hello kim jones here number one fan of ttl well goodness gracious absolutely love your newsletters and podcast keep up the great work well thank you so much thank you we appreciate that so very much question number one i'm gonna shoot this at you pal okay Pick any sport and tell me who your opinion is who the oh tell me who your opinion is the goat player and coach hmm. of said sport. Okay. Uh I mean I we don't need to talk about I mean we're both Bulls fans. We're gonna go to the grave saying MJ's the goat. I don't yeah, care what happens yeah, in the yeah. next hundred years. Yeah, hundred percent. Um Brady's the goat in NFL. There's not much of a conversation there either. Um I mean, I know you might probably uh, so go NFL coach. Everybody in the brother would probably have Bill Sick. Belichick. Yeah, I think I'm probably leaning there. Obviously, I'm a Packers I'd fan. Say Lombardi, so Lombardi's still in that conversation. Five championships in nine years, I think. Yeah, no salary cap though, so that's the knock on <laughs> that's him. That's also true. <laughs> um, other other NFL goats. Um, eh, you know. As far as receivers go, I would say Randy Moss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Jerry Rice has got the accolades, Jerry, obviously. Ran, I just, Randy Moss was a dog. Just the tape on cold Randy hard, Moss, man. Cold, hard dog, man. And they don't have a segment on ESPN called, You Got Moused for no reason. Right, man. <laughs> I mean, that man was ridiculous. I would say. And then MLB wise. So, an intre- yeah. So, I, I'll bring him up again. Our buddy JP brought to me an interesting question. You don't really talk about the GOAT in MLB like you do with uh, NBA, NFL, it's more generational, which I think all sports should probably be because yeah. all sports are very different generationally. Yeah. You know, I do like that opinion, actually, because every sport, as the sport evolves, they're always going to so be different. You ask someone that's 10 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old, they're going to have a different opinion. answer. Um, and they all could be right, though, right. for that generation. And you also have the steroid era, so that right. brings in a whole other caveat that's right. impossible to break down. Yeah. Um, I was going to go somewhere along the lines of, like, um, pitchers, maybe like a, a Raleigh Fingers, Fergie Jenkins. Okay. okay. Uh, those are some of my favorite pitchers. And I would say... I'm a big Randy Johnson maybe guy, like a, Pedro Martinez. You know, I never got to really watch it. I see some tape, Roberto Clemente. Okay. I mean, he, Jiminy Christmas, the way that man played ball. Woo. And also, not a goat, but somebody, anytime I talk about NBA, like some of my favorites are, um, I talk about uh, Bobby Bonilla. Okay. You know, Bobby Bonilla deal <laughs> where he's still getting paid. Still getting paid. Still yeah. getting paid. Yeah, definitely not a goat day. by any means. No, yeah. not by any means. I mean, the, the goat of the contract. Yeah, the game, goat of the contract will. game. <laughs> the goat of the stain. Uh, I'll say my favorite MLB player of all time, Mr. Big Frank Thomas. Yeah. I, I, Sox fan. Yeah. 
I could agree Two with time you on MVP. that. He's, he's pretty awesome. I always love me some Slammin' Sammy. Slammin' Sammy and Griffey Jr. Some Griffey Jr. Even though he's he's in L in L Central, I loved me some Mark McGuire. He was always mm-hmm. fun to watch. Uh, I mean that that's when I grew up watching baseball. It was Slammin' Sammy. You got freaking Moises Alou, Derek Lee playing on the Cubs. AJ Pierzynski catch him for the Sox. Mm-hmm. You got the brawl at home plate between Pierzynski and uh, uh, Barrett. Ba- uh, Michael J- Barrett. Michael Barrett. <laughs> You're oh, gonna say RJ. I was Barrett. gonna say RJ Barrett. <laughs> I was, yeah, Michael Barrett. Oh, that I just. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. So some, some of our, good times. Some more goats there. And uh, question number two. So wow, two questions coming from the uh, loyal listeners. Four questions in total. Uh, if you could meet anyone in the sports industry, oh, yeah. who would that be? Wow. If I, oh man, I've got a handful. I mean, I, let's do like a Mount Rushmore here. Yeah. So my thing is like, I would want to go farther than me. I would like, Hey, let's, let's get some shit cracking. Yeah. yeah. How about, uh, how about, okay. How about this golf foursome, you and three other people. Oh, how about that one? Shit. Okay. Golf foursome, me and three other people. Just because he is a person that obviously inspires millions and millions of people <laughs> all over the internet and what he does and, and the way he started his stuff, I'd love to have Pat McAfee. That would be awesome. Just just to learn more about the internet and how he does what he does. Mm-hmm. And, and just, I mean, he's he's freaking brilliant, man. Yeah. He's so awesome. Um, I would also say... Man, that is tough. It is tough. So I have my answers. uh, So I've got my three here. uh, And it's all three of my favorite athletes of all time. But I think they play off of each other well. You've got Michael Jordan. Okay. Okay. very famously, uh, See, loves golf. I, loves golf famously. See, I was going to say MJ, but I'm loves like, to ah. gamble. I was like, yeah. Get a little side action going here, closest to the pin action, a little okay. bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of storytelling, obviously. Okay, okay. Uh, and then my two favorite NFL players of all time, easy here, Brett Favre, who just seems like the coolest dude to fucking hang out with. Okay. Uh, and my man, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh wow! Another yeah. cool dude in different uh, different sense. Uh, both of those guys playing off each other. You got MJ, just three competitive dudes. Uh, like I said, MJ, avid golfer, avid gambler. Um, Brett Favre, just cool ass dude to hang out with. Rogers, cool dude in a different right. So that's my three right there. Yeah, I was I was almost even thinking along the lines of like reporters and in, in that realm as I well. I had one honorable mention, but it, they, he just didn't fit in so much with these three <laughs> like I was thinking. So I'm uh, like, actually, I'll say it. Since you uh, said Pat McAfee, I'm a mon- massive uh, fan and admirer of Bill Simmons. Okay. Uh, who okay. Yeah, built yeah, his yeah. own kind of empire in the ring or on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, different style for sure than Pat McAfee, the bar stool yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just a huge, huge fan of his. Huge, uh, you know, huge role model for me, I would say. Uh, just what he's been, accompl- been able to accomplish. So, Okay. I, you know, now that I... Uh now that I think about it, maybe a Mount Rushmore of the sport. Uh, so obviously you got Pat there. Then I, I, I agree with you on MJ. Like no question any mm-hmm. day of the week, he would be on my list. NASCAR. I was thinking some NASCAR. I've always been a big NASCAR fan. And you know, I've always loved me some Dale Earnhardt. 
Dale Jr. I've always loved some okay. Dale Jr. I'd love to just he's a, he, hey hey now yeah MJ's a big uh, big racing fan he's too a big that'd be a nice fan. so that's, that's kind of nice what I was combo. I was hitting that and I was like okay that'd be pretty sweet and Pat could work with anybody oh wow hell yeah he's he's a member of the golfless shoot club of America he can do whatever the hell he wants uh, so then I I was struggling with MLB any of the guys we talked about earlier and then uh, I was thinking Lionel Messi. I've always been, or Ronaldinho, I've always been huge fans of both of them guys coming out of soccer. I know that's a speaking a foreign language to you, but. (laughs) (laughs) So those are our fan question Friday uh, questions of the day. Thank you guys so much for uh, dropping those on there. We will be sure every single Friday to have a fan question Friday segment. And uh, make sure on the Twitter page that you check, and we'll have uh, our mags on the Instagram too. On Thursday afternoon, that would be a good have, idea. We will, That's a good that, idea. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> We'd have a post, and we'll have um, like a story or something similar. Drop it in the thread. Drop it in the comments, and we will make sure to put it on Friday's episode and talk about it and expand on some thoughts and uh, help you learn a little bit more about us and what we're doing over here. Mm-hmm. Now, without further ado, it is time to wrap this bad boy up the only way that I know how and that me and my partner over there know how, and that's with a little bit of Colts Motivation Minutes. Now, if you have been following along to this point, I dropped Colts 5 Ps last Friday, and we are through a full week. We're about to hit number four. This number four? This is number four here, ladies and gentlemen. So first we had presence. Then we had peace. Then we had patience. And today, I'm going to smack you in the face with this one. We got perseverance. I thought you were talking to me first. (laughs) (laughs) No, we have perseverance today. Now... It's very interesting. I was uh, beginning to think about what I was going to talk about when I was thinking about perseverance. And, you know, as per usual, I might as well uh, start off with the definition, as I have been. Perseverance is steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Once again, the definition just gets you right from the jump, right there. And I saw a video of Michael Lombardi, and he's actually wrote a few articles, or his, uh, the team at The Daily Coach have written a few articles over the past uh, few days. And subscribe to The Daily Coach if you haven't already. Holy cow. Awesome. Awesome, awesome way to start your day. They were talking about perseverance and having the grit and the will to get up every single day And even when everything's going wrong, to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Because the easy thing, my friend, is to stay in bed all day. Is to not worry about getting things accomplished. To say, ah, I'm comfortable with this position. Or I'm comfortable with these things falling at me. Or... Maybe I'll turn away when things get rough. But that's not how we're supposed to live this life. And that's not how we're living this life over here. It's all about perseverance. When you are walking your path and you come across a wall in that path, don't look at that son of a bitch and tell to yourself, 
oh, I don't know. I I think I'm going to turn around. That, that looks too hard for me to, to get over, and, and I don't think I can go around it. No. Buckle your chin strap, put the head down, and smash through that wall. It's the only thing that you can do. It's the only way that you can succeed in this life. The process may be hard. The road may be long. And as I said on the last Motivation Minutes, the hallway might be very, very, very far in between one door to the other. The key is, no matter how long that hallway is, keep persevering and walking one foot in front of the other every single day. No matter what challenge is thrown at your face, persevere. No matter what obstacle is put in your path from achieving your dreams and your goals, persevere. No matter who tells you that you aren't good enough at something and you try it and you might fail, figure out a new way to do it and persevere. Now, when you combine all of these kind of together in in the general thought of of the five piece so far, we get to the fourth one here in perseverance and This is almost the epitome of them all. The fifth one that I'll share, obviously, on Monday is kind of wraps them together, but this one's the epitome. If you don't have the mental and intestinal fortitude to look all of your problems and challenges in the eyes and give them the proverbial middle finger and say, I'm going to do it in spite of you. Just because you're there, I'm going to do it in spite of you. If you don't have the guts to do that, everything I've talked about to you so far, it don't make no difference. You can apply all that stuff, but you got to be willing to apply all that stuff and persevere on a daily basis. What do you think, boss? Hey, man. We're sitting right here, ain't we? You're doggone right, man. (laughs) You're doggone right. It's, uh, man, it's something, you know... I, you'll often hear me say flaming arrows, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's it's a little joke between me and my mom and, and something I take with me. It, it, the challenge of lives are flaming arrows, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're on a battlefield and you see your enemies way off in the distance. They're lighting their flaming arrows and boom, they shoot them at you. Well, hey, those are your challenges flying at you. So you got two options, my friend. You can either snatch those arrows out of the sky and smash them over your knee one at a time or you can let them pierce right through you and not achieve, not excel, not advance. What's your choice? Killing those flaming arrows. That's my choice. Breaking them over the knee, baby. Oh, that's yeah. that's that's the motto. Persevere. Break them over the knee and give them the blades. Give them the blades. I wrote a, wrote a nice article on that a little while back. When uh, when anybody's telling you you can't do something or you don't know what to do, just give them the blades. I think you mentioned on the podcast. I might have. I might have. Because yeah. I remember saying, elbow somebody in the fucking face. Yes, and I don't really go, yeah. So, hey, <laughs> give them the blades. You know, just continue to persevere, guys. I, wherever you are, if you're hearing this right now, if you if this is what you needed to hear, I'm telling you right now, you are going to get there. Keep the vision. Hold the mentality, and trust the process. As long as you work towards your goals and you work to persevere through anything in your path, you will make it to the ultimate goal at the end of that journey. I promise. We're persevering right now, man. That's what we're doing. Trying. And soon enough, 
we'll take this full time for you guys and this is going to blow up and get bigger and better than anybody ever thought before we go any further that wraps up Colts motivation minutes the fourth p of Colts four five p's is perseverance and we're going to drop the fifth one to you on Monday so stay tuned so wrapping this bad boy up my friend um hell of an episode we're, uh, we're a little over an hour here, hour and 10. Thank you guys for sticking along. I don't know what my deal was at the beginning. I was trying to guzzle down some water there. I just couldn't, I couldn't freaking talk. I, I mean, I, it was solid, but I just I couldn't talk straight. I don't know what my deal was. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, see, maybe it was all in my head. Sometimes <laughs> it's definitely on your Yeah, head. sometimes I'm just like, man, I I'm, I'm feel like I'm a stumbling and a fumbling and a bumbling right now, but hey, apparently said, I was. The only thing I noticed was that you called uh, an ice rink a court. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's just why where my head was. But hey, you know what? Either way, if uh, if we weren't decent, we wouldn't be getting uh, somewhat pretty damn good streams early at the Hell beginning yeah. here. So again, guys, thank you so much. We're about to break a thousand followers on Twitter. We know that ain't shit, but in three months, the fact that we've done that and we've got this this our message and join the sports gambling community, the sports niche. We we are so excited to be here. We're just excited to keep it rocking and rolling. I mean, Barstool Sportsbook has hit Illinois. Oh my gosh, I'm We're so excited! A sick Chicago sweatshirt. Yes, that is. Uh, that's a little rubbing all of your faces who uh, do not live in Illinois. We uh, we got a little. I'm gonna tell you right now, assistance. the Bulls don't look good. The uh, requirement for getting said sweatshirt was to bet on the old Bulls. Ah, last time I checked, they were getting their ass kicked. Yeah, they're uh yeah, they're no. down by 20. Yikes. Yikes. Hey man, we got a sweatshirt though. Got a sweatshirt out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool ass so, sweatshirt, but So, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you can't uh if you can't bet like that, then don't don't bet like that, but you know, I wanted that sweatshirt, man. Yeah. What really wanted dude. that sweatshirt? Whatever, dude. We get that. That'd be pretty I'm excited to get that uh and yeah, you know, life uh, such as life, we 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 move right along. But uh, we're wrapping up episode number nine of the Talking Line podcast on this beautiful March twelfth, twenty twenty one. Thank you guys so much for stopping by before you kick off your weekend of bets and getting ready to cash some doggone tickets with the crew. Hey, we hope you have a spectacular day. Unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.